good afternoon and welcome to this episode of the Six Minutes with Simmons podcast series. My name is Rachel Stanton and I am a partner in the financial markets team in Simmons Dublin. I am joined today by Connor Keeling, who heads up uh, the legal team for corporate and institutional banking at AIB. So you're very welcome, Connor, and thank you thank very you much right. for joining us today. So just to kick off, I suppose, you know, what has the 12 months, last 12 months or 18 months at this stage um, been like for you, both from a personal perspective and a professional perspective? Um, from a personal perspective, I'm kind of almost ashamed to say that it, it, it hasn't been too bad at all. I I haven't minded lockdown. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't been a huge change in lifestyle, really. I think if this had happened in my 20s or 30s, I would have been absolutely horrified. But you know, I live here in Clontarf, so we have the seafront, so you could walk around. Homeschooling was a little tricky. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily a, a chapter I'd like to revisit. But overall, you know, no one in my immediate family got, you know, was really impacted. So it's been it's been fine on the on the personal front. Professionally. It certainly took it took a bit of adjustment because I hadn't done much, if any, uh, working from home. Mm-hmm. So I definitely missed the office. I missed being with the team. You know, that kind of just the buzz of the office is definitely something that I missed. Um, and it was pretty frantic, particularly the first yeah. few months. Obviously, there were uh, customer payment breaks was a a serious focus so there was a lot of change happened happened at once but you know it's i think it's been a brilliant learning experience for people and you know it has opened up a lot of possibilities in terms of remote working and the like so i i think it's going to be a it's we're going to look back on this as a pretty historic 15 Period. months or so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, others have had a, said a similar thing about from a personal perspective, you know, that they've actually found it quite enjoyable and have discovered that they can do things that, you know, and manage their time in a different way. Yeah, it's um, a change of pace. It, it certainly is. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose now that we're hopefully all going to be vaccinated soon and, and coming out of this period, you know, what what's on your desk for the next 12 months? I mean, you mentioned there, you know, you'd be doing kind of you know payment breaks and extensions and all of that but what what's the priority now for the next 12 months well i i I guess at a high level the priority is is probably efficiencies Mm. so obviously we're in a, a challenging cost environment for banks very low interest rates and the like so you know we're looking at how we do things and how we can streamline and how we can improve. In terms of BAU, it's very busy, which is great. There's a lot of lending activity going on. Um, Ibor transition has taken up a lot of my time. My my team has kind of been at the epicenter of that, along with our colleagues in Treasury. So with Ibor, I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, base rates were something that were absolutely taken for granted for decades, never given a second. Yeah. And now, you know, it's very, very complex, mind bending level yeah. you know, issues to deal with. So I, I didn't think Ibor transition was was going to be as big as it's turned out to be. But as you, yeah, it's a bit like an onion. You, you peel back the layers and it, you just throws up more and more 
questions and different currencies. Then you're into Japanese yen and Swiss francs and multi-currency yeah. facilities and, and the like. So Ibor is definitely chewed up a huge amount of bandwidth. But, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting stuff. And it's kind of, you know, it. it I've learned more about base rates and yeah, than you ever needed to know than I ever did. Yeah. Because it's always taken for granted. But certainly I'm in no hurry for the transition from your eyebrow to take place. Yeah, no, it's it certainly, I mean, on our side as well, we've had a lot of that, that that has taken up a lot of time this year as well. Um, and then, I mean, the other area that, and I suppose, you know, AIB have been quite vocal in terms of, you know, their position around ESG and how important it is and the taxonomy coming down the track as well. I mean, do you think that's something that's going to keep, you know, the legal team busy? Yeah, it is. It is already. Rachel, yeah. so um, we have a sustainability group established for legal corporate governance and customer care. That's our kind of expanded function. So that's an area of huge focus now. And as you said, um, Colin Hunt, our CEO, has been absolutely evangelical on the subject for many years. So well before he joined AIB, that's been a real burning passion of his. So, um, you know, the banking industry has had lots of challenges in the last 10, 15 years. So sustainability to me, it's very exciting It because it's something unambiguously positive that yeah, everyone in the great. bank can rally around. So whenever you're doing anything relating to sustainability and there's more and more activity, there's just a huge positivity and energy around it, you know, so it, yeah. it really feels, you know, and I think Banks and the financial system can play a huge role Agreed. In, yeah. in sustainability. So it it's not it's not just symbolic, you know, the, the work that we're doing in this space is gonna have, you know, implications potentially for for generations to come. So um you know, there's obviously a huge amount to it, and you know, every every second week there's a new consultation comes down on a a piece of EU regulation and the like. But as I said, people love working in this in this area. So yeah. I, I think that's been a very welcome, I suppose, change in tone from some of the, you know, the grind and the difficult issues that, that mm. the industry has had to work through. Reasons. Yeah, I mean, you're so, right. Yeah, it, it does. It kind of unifies all the stakeholders, doesn't it? In a, yeah. in a kind of either in a transaction or or generally, whether it's investors, whether it's lenders, whether it's you know political, it's 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 you know everyone it's is in it together, yeah. and and it's coming, and and it's not go, it's not going away. I mean, like that's the reality of it. Yeah. Is that you know, which is which is good, I suppose. No, I think it it's great. You know, it's nice to be able to talk to my daughter. And yeah. Be about something that's very tangible for her the things that we're trying to improve and the like that's that's really nice so you know and i think her generation are so much more environmentally aware than we ever were so i'm i'm pretty positive and if you look at the the incredible developments that have taken place just in renewable energy in the last decade or so you know technology is really helping us to do extraordinary things and obviously that's a space we've been very very active in is in the uh in the energy and renewable space 
generally. So Paul Travers and AIB heads up that team. Paul worked with Colin in his previous incarnation. So he has a lot of experience in that space as well. So it is, it, it's something very exciting for the bank. Yeah, and agreed. Well, on, on that note, I might, we've got to our six minutes. And we've I just want to say, minutes. yeah, that's our six minutes. And um, flies when you're having fun. Certainly does. And listen, thank you so much, Connor, for that. And um, I think people will be really interested to hear your kind of insights and perspectives. Thanks for having me.